no, you're on with Dave Calloway. Hey. Oh my God, Dave, is that you? It's Moni. I feel like I'm on the show uh, South Park right now. I really do. <laughs> oh my God, you are. Who knew? <laughs> Isn't that the key? It's, oh, my God, and who knew? Have to be part of the dialogue that Kyle's mom says all the time. Hey, Mona, I, I have for you a super fan. It's always nice to have that uh, a super fan for uh, South Park in the studio. Carly has joined the show. Carly Rogers. And so, Carly, Mona, Mona, Carly. Hello. Oh, Carly, darling, how are you? Oh, my gosh, I needed that. I'm so great. How are you? going so tell me all about it oh my gosh come on <laughs> this build, is build so cool stuff. okay so you gotta tell me what has been one of your favorite episodes well actually i like the one where my husband and i got it on but actually <laughs> one of my favorite episodes was really about baby when she developed breath mm-hmm. and i played the mother um you know it's a very funny show but there that was a very sensitive scene and afterwards, I said to Trey, because, you know, he records, you know, he writes and records. So one of the neat things about that is, I mean, it's challenging, but it's one of the neat things is that you get the essence of really what's going on in the scene. And I said to him, do you, do you have sisters? No. I thought that the way he wrote that scene and interpreted it was so incredible because it really came from a feminine point of view. And I, that just made me respect him even more because, I mean, that takes a lot of creativity. Now, I do a lot, I do a lot of little boy voices outside of South Park, and I know that to do a convincing little boy voice, you have to understand that there is a big difference between a little boy and a little girl, right. and I don't mean just anatomically. Uh, and I, that was one of the best shows because it was very sensitive. It was funny, but it was very sensitive. Because she was ashamed, you know, she had these breasts and, you know, and the mother, who was a bit of a dit, had this moment of not being a dit and really being there for her daughter. So it's like, oh my God. And then my other favorite one was, when I first started, it was, uh, you know, the, the mom who had unfortunately killed her children and they were, it was Butters, they were doing a takeoff and it was Butters' m- mother and there was this whole thing where she was like, <laughs> and I actually recorded with him and that was freaking wonderful. So cool. But the nature he's, of the show, yeah. The nature of the show is that that can't happen. I mean, he's writing and writing, recording, writing, recording. We'd be, have to be down there twenty four seven, and that would not have worked. <laughs> well, and I wondered about that, about the methodology, you know, and putting a show like this. To, uh, when you hear stuff like on South Park, do you riff a lot or at all, or is it all written down? It's it's usually it's usually recorded. Although now that we're working out of our homes, it's a little different. The thing about South Park, and I have said this before, it's like doing voiceover without a net. Because Trey is in the moment when he's writing and recording. And so when you go in and listen to his voice, you're not just mimicking his voice. First of all, he's not doing it in the voice that you're doing it in. And um, so there's that element. So you have to correct for that. And the timing is very important because all the animation is done there. So the animation, the timing, and he speaks like the speed of light. Um, he's very fast. So you have to take what you hear and make it your own. Not always the easiest thing to do because I don't have the benefit of seeing the whole script. I don't have the benefit of um, of being the writer and knowing what the hell he's doing. So I have to, and this is where his, his basic instinct is in writing is so important. He does enough of that so you can garner 
from that. And then you have Lydia, Bruce, and Mark helping you because sometimes it doesn't sound as loud as it needs to be or by the time they get to you recording, it's changed slightly. And I don't have the benefit of hearing how it's changed. So I have to rely on other people and then make it my own. It is challenging. It's fun, but it's very challenging. And there is nothing in voiceover, nothing else in voiceover that is like that. Well, and when you're doing characters, like, well, for uh, Kyle's mom, is she a real person in your life? Um, She is, as she was in Mary Kay's. I found that out at Mary Kay's memorial because, um, yeah, (laughs) she is. That person has passed on, and yes. What? 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 Oh, I don't think so. Now, she wasn't as broad as that, but she had... Of many of the elements, many of the elements that Mrs. Broflovsky had. You know, being Jewish helps. (laughs) How do you feel about your son Ike in a split head? Oh, what can I say, darling? A split head is better than no head at all. (laughs) Okay, I need you to know the South Park uh, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut is one of my favorite movies ever, still to this day. Okay, well, I need you to know that I did not do that movie. Mary Kay did. So that's a great homage to her. Yeah, honey, that was done, I think, in 98 or 99. Mm -hmm. Uh, She died in 99, the end of 99, and I took over um, in 2000. How about that? Wow. But that's a great thing to remember. I mean, that will live on, and that means she will live on. Oh, yeah. Because that that movie, you know, made such a difference for so many people and is so funny. I do on cameos. I get to sing to people as Mrs. Broflowski. I like doing cameos. Well, and that's why I wanted to ask you about that. I'm I'm hooked up to cameo. I think cameo is a fun thing to do. And so you do greetings on there. Have you ever had to do one that's kind of strange or weird, or most of them just straight-ahead greetings? Well, the, the ones that are real special to me, actually, this one was for a character I did on Digimon, who was androgynous, and it turned out that the young person that asked me, he was going through a rough time. It turns out he's an incredible artist, by the way. Um, but that character meant a lot to him. He is a trans male, and he just wanted me to give him some encouragement as that character. And when you're able to do that, when you're able to reach out to somebody on a one-to-one basis who struggled or who grew up with you and where you made a difference. And I, I mean, I have countless fan letters of people um, where characters have made a difference in their life. Uh, it, it's very meaningful. So, And I love the idea of taking my characters and creating a song in that voice for people. Love that. So it's real special. I mean, you don't really get to do that when you are on a show. I mean, the show makes a difference, and I'm really thrilled about that. But to do a one-on-one, I mean, when does that happen? Yeah, amazing. So, yeah, I, I really like the cameo things, and, and they're fun. I mean, I, I, you know, I get to be funny, and I get to be meaningful, and so that's really neat. And then I just want to quickly say that all the characters, well, not all the characters, Mrs. Broflowski and Kyle and Butter's mother, and Izzy from Digimon and Terriermon all went on a tour to France with me. They just came back and they gave fabulous history lessons. Oh my God, what I could tell you about, what I could tell you about Saint Chapelle. Oh my God, what they did and they brought in these beautiful things and all those stained glass windows have meaning from the Bible. It's fabulous for Catholics and everybody else. So we did that on TikTok. Un- and that was a lot of fun. The you say you have TikTok? <laughs> yeah, TikTok. Uh, Mona Marshall Voices. Mm. And uh, we just had an absolute blast with the fans all during that trip. And uh, and then we're hoping that we'll be able to release Humanity Harbor. We have a two-minute animatic shock and all um, of the show that 
I have created along with Mark Munley and Alexander Craven. Uh, Mark works on South Park, so I've known him since 2000, and we're hoping to release that animatic on TikTok for our fans. Um, probably mid to uh, end of September. Oh, man, that's great. Mona, listen, they beeped us, and uh, we could spend hours with you. We love you, and uh, all the best. Uh, TheMonaMarshall.com. Find out everything about Mona. And, Mona, you're the best. We appreciate your time. Thanks for having me.